Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Watch Dogs Bark. My name is Drew. I am your host, and I consider myself a watchdog. This is episode 57, and this is going to be obvious, but it's a slice of heaven listening to 57. Uh Uh-huh. There you go. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the rise of anti-Semitism that seems to be happening worldwide, and also what is now called the detransition movement. These are people who transitioned when they were young, and then when they became adults and their brains fully developed, they realized they made the wrong decisions when they were children, that they were preyed upon by adults that told them that the reason why they felt disassociated or were depressed or because they were in the wrong body. I will continue to shout this from the rooftops that this is evil. This is not just wrong. It is evil. The transition movement, the trans movement that is happening to teenagers is evil, period. And I'll discuss more of that later on. But first, I have to talk about this rise of anti-Semitism. All right, I got a lot of comments about my last podcast about how intense it was, and it was. I needed it to be that intense, and I needed it to be a bit graphic, so you guys understand what's really going on. I want to continue a little bit about this today, but also, what is going on with the rise in anti-Semitism all over the world? I am absolutely blown away by how many people hate the Jewish people around the world. I thought this kind of hatred for the Jews and for Israel was basically reserved for Iran and Iraq and, and, you know, people that have been chanting death to Israel for so long. But I see all these college campus protests now and these poor Jewish kids having to lock themselves in a library and people are pounding on the, on the doors trying to get in. To do what? What would they do if they got in to that library and went to the end? What would they do to the Jewish people? that trapped themselves in there, that they were pounding on the door? Were they just trying to intimidate them? Or if they got into that library, would they harm or, heaven forbid, kill? I'm blown away by this anti-Semitism. It's everywhere, it seems. And so many people are misinformed about what's going on in Israel right now and Gaza. Let me explain some things to you about what Hamas has done in the Gaza Strip, all right? So many people think that Israel is the one that's responsible for all the atrocities that have been committed in the Gaza Strip. That is not true. Hamas was elected, I think 2008 or 2010, I can't remember what it was, as the leader to run Gaza. Okay? Hamas is running Gaza. Israel gave control of the Gaza Strip to the Palestinians in a hope for peace. And again, as I pointed out in another podcast, The Gaza Strip is a beautiful piece of land. It's right there on the Mediterranean Sea. They could have turned it into beautiful resort living and made tons of money for the Palestinian people living there. And they could be living in luxury. They could have heat and air conditioning and running water and all of these things. But Hamas is the ones that have turned it into a prison. Did you know that Israel buried water pipes? under Gaza for irrigation, steel water pipes. Hamas digs up those water pipes and cuts them up to make rockets to launch at Israel. That's why there's very little running water in the Gaza Strip. 
Also, I hear people complaining about a shortage of fuel. Hamas uses the fuel to power the rockets. Think about it, my friends. Think about what the real issue is. It's not Israel. It's Hamas. It's other people that want to spread misinformation about Israel. And they want people to continue to hate Israel. When you see these people protesting on college campuses, they're saying something that sounds very benign, okay? Very innocent. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. They're talking about the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. And what they are saying when they say from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, they want to wipe out all Jews in Israel. They want to wipe out all of Israel and turn it into Palestine. That's what they're saying in that innocent little chant, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. They're calling for genocide. They're calling for the destruction and elimination of all Israelis. That's what that chant means. Another thing that deeply concerns me is all of these single fighting age men coming across our southern border from the Middle Eastern countries. They're coming in from 140 different countries. It's not just South America and Mexico coming across our southern border. It's people from Yemen and Iraq and Iran and Kazakhstan and Afghanistan. We have immigrants coming in from all over the world. And like I pointed out in the last podcast, the majority of immigrants, illegal immigrants coming into this country are single fighting age men. I am starting to believe that they are going to be forming terrorist cells inside our country. And sadly, I predict probably in the next three to five years, we're going to have another 9-11 because our country has gone back to the 9-10 point of view. History is going to repeat itself because so many people on the left have been working tirelessly to erase history, to erase what Hitler did to the Jews in, during the Holocaust. There are so many people, especially in the Palestinian um, sect, that say that the Holocaust never happened. It was all made up. But then again, after Hamas attacked Israel, do you know what the number one trending phrase was on social media and, and uh, especially Twitter? Over 300,000 uses of the hashtag Hitler was right. Wrap your head around that. I just try to imagine that much hatred, that much misinformation about what is going on in Israel. And like I said in the last podcast, there are TV programs like Sesame Street who are brainwashing children, brainwashing Palestinian children into hating the Israelis and blaming them for all of the woes that are being committed by the terrorist groups running many places that Palestinians live. Hamas, Hezbollah, and other terrorist groups are running many of the cities and places that Palestinians are living in. And they're spreading misinformation through the media saying it's all the Jews. It's all Israel's fault. And that is a complete 
lie. Did you know that right now in Germany, there is more anti-Semitism that has ever been since the 1930s and the rise of Hitler? Europe and America and all these other countries have welcomed all these illegal immigrants. And many of these illegal immigrants, like I've said in my last podcast, even if we give best case scenario, we're able to filter out those that are actual terrorists. There's still going to be people that believe what they do from their old countries. They believe that Jews are evil. They believe that the U.S. and Israel are Satan and little Satan, as they say. They, are, they believe that Jews are less than human. They teach their children to hate. And I am going to talk about this every episode if I have to. We need to tell parents, and if you're listening right now, parents, stop teaching your children to hate. Period. I don't care what it is. You can teach your children to have different beliefs. You can absolutely do that. You can teach your children to believe differently, but you do not need to teach your children to hate because some of those children will grow up and use that hate for evil purposes. Some of those children will grow up hating so severely they will feel justified in assaulting Jews or murdering them because you taught them to hate. That's on you, parents. Stop teaching your children to hate, period. I have many Palestinian friends, as I've said before, and they're peaceful Palestinian friends. And I've known many Palestinian people. I am telling right, I am asking right now and begging my Palestinian friends and other people that are peaceful Palestinians, you have to start standing up. You have to start standing with Israel and understand what is really going on. This is about power and control, period. Another thing I want to say to all you parents out there, especially conservative parents, even some centrist parents, stop sending your children to Ivy League schools, period. End of statement. Encourage your children to go to local colleges or to religiously owned colleges that will teach the proper history of our country and the world, not this insane anti-Semitic DEI BS they're teaching in the schools right now. DEI embraces anti-Semitism. DEI wants to include everyone except the Jews and white people. And like I've said a couple times before, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, that doesn't include a diversity of thought. No way. What you all need to understand is all of this is an attempt to remove people of principle, religion, people that are accountable to a higher being, people that have morals and standards. They're not allowed in today's society. And as I pointed out in the last episode, Israel just wants peace. They just want to live in peace with their neighbors. They don't want to wipe them out. There's no Israeli chance. Death to Palestine. But there are many chants worldwide death to Israel. And if you look at it, it makes sense when you understand the rise of evil and the bloodlust for power 
that is happening with the elites today. You see, people that are principled, that have morals, that are accountable to a higher being, cannot be controlled as easily as those who have no moral compass. Also, people that do not value human life can be ordered to take other people's lives and not even think twice about it. So when I said I didn't understand and couldn't fathom this level of hatred and this rise of anti-Semitism worldwide, I understand it. It just still disturbs me. I understand that there is a rise in evil happening all over the world. Evil has always existed from the very beginning. But at this point in world history, I think evil is a level that it's never been before. I think we are beyond Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. And we know that there, you know, the second coming is going to happen. And there's supposed to be wars and rumors of wars. And uh, that the saints, basically, those who follow Christ, are going to be praying for his second coming. And I think there's probably a lot of people starting to pray for that right now. Don't get me wrong. I also know there is a lot of good happening around the world. But it seems to be overshadowed because, as the old news adage says, if it bleeds, it leads. The media is constantly reporting about the negative and the evil happening all over the world because that is what gets viewers and clicks. I don't know. What do you guys think? What, what do you think is the reason why there is so much anti-Semitism around the world? I'd love to hear from you. Write me, Drew at the Watchdog's Bark. Com. Before I continue with what I wanted to talk about with the detransition movement, I wanted to tell you really quickly again about this amazing whitening toothpaste called AP24 from NuSkin. It comes in fluoride and non-fluoridated version, and it leaves your teeth feeling polished for hours and hours. Sometimes I forget to brush my teeth at night because, you know, you run, the, run your tongue across your teeth and think, mm, okay, I can go to bed, you know, because my teeth were brushed. Well, I forget that I didn't brush them at night. I brushed them in the morning, and they are so polished, I forget to brush them at night sometimes. So that is the amazing feeling. And if you want to know more about the AP24 whitening toothpaste and other products that New Skin sells, go to twdbark.mynewskin.com. And if you have any questions about any of these products that I tell about New Skin, Don't hesitate to write me, drew at thewatchdogsbark.com. Okay, recently I watched this video about a 20-minute documentary on PragerU. I would recommend everyone go watch this video. It's short, there's very, you know, uh, good information in it, and it's very, very touching. It basically highlights the detransition movement. There are hundreds of, and thousands of children that were convinced to transition when they were young and didn't know any better by, I guess there's some well-meaning adults, but I think there's also a purveyance of evil in this movement to try and get children to transition to another sex. And I honestly believe that one of the reasons why there is this push to try and get children to transition is because the process drugs, the um, puberty blockers, the hormone drugs that these children will take will render them incapable of procreating. 
I believe this movement is backed by eugenists. And as I've said before, if you don't know what a eugenist is, eugenists believe that only one billion people can be easily sustained on this planet. And they actually believe through extermination or sterilization, it is their duty to take the population back down to one billion people. I believe that is happening with some of the food that we have to eat, some of the drugs that we are told to take for birth control, progesterone and um, estrogen, the artificial forms of that. I have read in a couple of medical different uh, articles that this can render someone sterile. I believe, and again, you may disagree, I believe that the vaccines were part of this process as well. And I believe that this insane trend of getting children to transition to another sex when they're way too young to understand why. I believe that this is all part of a eugenics plot to eliminate, what, 8 billion people now? Okay, anyway, in this movie, D-Trans, okay, it, the documentary by PragerU, go watch it. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, there are children that were transitioned when they were younger, and now they're adults. And now uh, the woman that's the major character, the main character of the movie, you can tell she has a very low, mature voice because she talks about how over a period of months, she was on testosterone and it took her voice down to the vocal range of a male. But now that she realized her mistake, there's no way of reversing that. There's no way of reversing a low voice too high. And you can see this, this is a beautiful woman that, uh, you know, uh, is brave enough to come forward and explain everything that would happen to her when she was a kid. She was convinced that she should be a boy. And after very short therapy sessions, they were given the green light for puberty blockers and hormones. And then when she was 13, she had a double mastectomy. So now that she realized her mistake, now she has no way of breastfeeding children. But thankfully, she is living a pretty normal life now and has, uh, she was able to, to conceive. Uh, somehow, the, all those drugs didn't make, uh, and she didn't have a sex reassignment surgery in the bottom. Uh, she had the double mastectomy, but she did not do the sexual reassignment surgery in the bottom. Because for women, it's a very different thing. For men, you cut off the penis. And I know it's horrible to think that, but uh, it's, it's much more simpler for that. For women, it's, I've seen some pictures of the way they'll f make an artificial penis for women that want to do this. And they, they cut off skin from the thigh and roll. I mean, it's just horrific how they are mutilating bodies of children for this fantasy and misdiagnosis of someone who's probably suffering from either depression, bipolar disorder, or they could be on the spectrum of autism. And ignorant, I believe, probably mostly, but also evil adults are telling these children that they are in the wrong body, that God made a mistake. Oops. 
And, oh, that's no problem. We can change that. Oh, yeah, we can change your sex completely. You'll be able to live completely normally as a person of the opposite sex. And that is the biggest lie of all of this. Adults are telling children that if you transition, you'll be able to live a perfectly normal life with your new sex and sex organs. And that's completely false. Completely false. In this movie, there's, there's like I said, there's a, a young girl who transitioned to be a boy and then now detransitioned. And then there's a, a young man who transitioned to be a girl and had his penis cut off and now realizes his mistake and actually has so much scar tissue from the uh, fake implants that he had for breasts that his chest is malformed. This is the problem that they're not telling. The long-term side effects of this are devastating. Scar tissue, uh, no ability to procreate, uh, no ability to breastfeed anymore. None of this will allow them to live a normal life, ever. Something that hit me pretty hard when I was watching this video. Um, there are so many children who are suffering from depression and low self-esteem, even something as simple as that. And they're trying to self-diagnose themselves. And how do they do it? They spend hours and hours on the internet, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram. And they're watching other people transitioning and looking happy and fulfilled. To me, someone who is not actually diagnosed with gender dysphoria is, in a way, finding a way to commit suicide and still stay alive. Because, just think about this, in a way, because of the depression they feel, they want to kill the person they are. So they're giving the option of transitioning to be another person, thus killing the person that they are. This, to me, is like committing suicide. They're killing the person they were born as and think they'll feel better in this new identity. Then we have psychiatrists and medical professionals who greenlight transition drugs and therapies with only one office visit. How is this happening? These kids are being used by these so-called medical professionals who promise to give comprehensive medical and mental support. But they're only fast-tracked into transition procedures and giving very little mental therapy. And as I've said before, many are undiagnosed bipolar or disassociative disorders. These medical professionals are telling parents also, this is the most disturbing of all of it. These medical professionals are telling parents, would you rather have a dead daughter or a happy living son or vice versa? These poor kids are being preyed upon by an industry who should be living to their number one promise when they get their license to practice medicine, and that is do no harm. They also don't even bother to work with extensive therapy to uncover perhaps childhood trauma or abuse that these children have kept hidden for years out of embarrassment and shame. These same medical professionals, I'm putting in now in air quotes, are telling parents in front of their children, if you don't affirm your child's new identity, they're going to die by suicide. To me, that's criminal. That is criminal. What doctors are telling parents that 
don't understand what their child is going through and don't understand that the best course of action is therapy. After a small 30-minute session, like I said in my other podcast, I don't know if it was last one or the week before, but Planned Parenthood is now in the transition business. Children can go into Planned Parenthood and after a 30-minute, a whole 30 minutes, think about that, kids, for 30 whole minutes of therapy and evaluation, they green light puberty blockers, hormones, and sex change operations. Since 2013, double mastectomies on teenage girls has gone up 300%. And as this movie points out, the real problem is after a few or even many years, these poor kids realize they made a mistake. And then when they want to detransition, and then they go to the same medical professionals and psychiatrists, those doors are closed. They are offering no support and help for these poor children that want to detransition. They're left to try and detransition on their own. This is shameful. When these poor souls grow up and understand the importance of procreation and having families, they're no longer able to, and they've been rendered sterile through puberty blockers hormones, and the sex change surgeries, which sometimes can cause such mutilation that many functions in the body don't work correctly anymore. This is why the highest occurrence of any demographic of suicide is people that want to detransition. They realize the horrific mistake they made when they were conned into what they were when they were children too young to understand what was really happening to them. And they were taken advantage of by evil adults who were motivated by money and power and control. Those who are preying on teenage children, trying to talk them into believing they're trans, are being manipulated by adults, thirsty for power and control. And everyone honestly needs to see this movie. It's done very well by PragerU. And go watch it. Download the PragerU um, app on your phone, and then you can watch this movie for free. It's called D-Trans. Definitely watch it. It's definitely worth it, especially the very end. Oh, my gosh. The very end when they have person after person after person that's D-Trans or that wants to detransition or has detransition, And then the wonderful happy ending of the main character and the life she has now that's pretty much normal. She just doesn't have breasts that she can breastfeed with, but she's found a loving husband and she, they have a child and it's just wonderful. So um, definitely go see that movie. All righty then. <laughs> I love doing some of those Jim Carrey things. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk now about one other thing and then I'll do the positive message. And yes, this podcast is going to be a little shorter than others because I got a football and a baseball game to watch. I'm a huge Denver Bronco fan, and they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, and we've lost to the Chiefs 16 times in a row. I'm just hoping this is the game. This is the one. They pull something out of the hat and are able to beat the Chiefs. And finally, <laughs> that's all I want. And then I have become a big Texas Rangers fan because I actually know the wife of one of the players. Uh, she's a good friend of mine, and I'm following the team because it's much more fun when you know someone uh, in the team. So anyway, 
I want to watch football and baseball, so I'm going to cut this one short tonight a little bit. Okay, now I want to talk about Halloween and why some idiots want to cancel Halloween and they want to do it in the name of diversity and inclusion. The, what? They want to cancel Halloween and ca Halloween fun and parties and parades and different things like that. They want to cancel that in this school. I think it's in New Jersey. I'm going to have to look. Yes, it was in New Jersey. And thank goodness, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy has come out against this school for canceling Halloween. I think there's one school on the East Coast or on the West Coast that's doing this too, probably Oregon or Washington. There's a lot of problems with doing this. Halloween is kind of a holiday that lets us all kind of escape the realities of today and, and pretend to be something else or someone else and have fun and eat candy and watch scary movies. That's my tradition, by the way. Every Halloween, I have to watch the original John Carpenter's Halloween. You know, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I love that movie. It's so campy and fun, but I, it's a tradition. Every Halloween, I cook a big thing of popcorn. I put out a big bowl of candy with a sign above it outside my door saying, please take two only. And it never, never works. There, the, the bowl is gone. And once, and I always say, once the candy's gone, it's gone. I'm not bringing more. So uh, then I sit down and I watch Halloween. I love that movie. It's so much fun. But this is why we have this holiday. It's, it, some people say it's evil and some people, you know, say it's pagan and all that. It, it just is a wonderful escape. You know, put on a costume, pretend to be someone else, have fun, eat good food, be with friends and family. That's what Halloween is all about. And these schools that want to cancel it, all in the name of equity and diversion, what do they think? That people of color can't make ca costumes or can't carry a sack around to collect candy or can't go to parties? Now, I understand putting certain restrictions on costumes like no Nazi costumes like uh, Prince Harry did uh, and other things like that. I can definitely understand maybe putting, you know, some guidelines like that. But goodness gracious, let children be children. Let them have fun. Let them dress up and have fun and go around and collect candy and yell trick or treat and go through wonderful yard decorations sometimes. I mean, please, wanting to cancel Halloween because of diversity, equity, inclusion. I now believe DEI is evil, period. I know I've said period a lot in this podcast, but I want to make a point, damn it. Okay, so let me, let me get this straight. Okay, so with DEI and with this transition, you know, propensity for transitions and all this stuff, so men can dress up as women all year long and nobody has any problem with it, but they can't do it on Halloween. No, uh-uh. Nope. This is just insanity, pure insanity. And we're going to the comedy of the absurd level of ridiculousness with these cancellations and trying to do everything so correctly because of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Unless you're a Jewish person or a white person or Christian or male, you know, all those things. Those, no, that, doesn't, that doesn't include 
those people in DEI. DEI is for everyone else. And the very funny thing about diversity needs to be diversity of every kind. Inclusion needs to include everyone. And equity, I have told, I've said this in a couple of podcasts, and I'll tell you, I'll say it again and again and again and again. Equity is impossible. It is impossible to guarantee the outcome of two individuals that are raised very differently from two different backgrounds, two different skill sets, two different intelligences. It is impossible. But you know why the left keeps using equity now? Control and power. They can render people powerless that want equality because they're going to be screaming and yelling, no, we want equity, not just equality. That still isn't fair. We want equity. And equity is impossible. Okay, and one quick thing about the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Looks like a good guy, honestly. And I know the left is losing their minds because he's a Trump supporter. And the left is losing their minds because he's a Christian. And the left is losing their minds because he has principles and standards and values. The way I look at it now, honestly, anyone that makes the left lose their minds to this extent, probably a good choice. That's all I'm going to say about that. The, the jury's still out on Mike Johnson. I like what I see so far, but I don't know a lot about him. Just like everybody else, I was Googling him. Or I don't use Google anymore. It's uh, DuckDuckGo, I think it is called. Yeah, DuckDuckGo. Because uh, Google, uh, by the way, I'll, I'll say this again. If you have Google on any of your devices, delete it. Delete Google off of every one of your devices. Because Google does pretty much the same as TikTok, but it's the U.S. companies. They spy on you. And they watch Every click, you every click you make, every website you visit, everything you type uh, in Gmail and texts and all that, they know everything. And they allow the NSA to have open access to everything. So I know that DuckDuckGo, you know, once you're done searching, you can push a little fire uh, icon at the bottom and it just <laughs> cleans it right off. I'm not saying I'm researching things I shouldn't. I'm just saying it's nobody's business but mine what I want to look up. And everyone in the world should feel the same way. It's nobody's business but yours. Unless you're a parent and you want to monitor what your children are doing. I think that's appropriate. Because I think parents, we have a real problem today with children raising children, with parents that want to be their children's friends. And they don't think that they should invade their children's privacy. No, invade it. Go into their rooms. Look around. You have to be in your children's lives and be on top of everything your child is doing. Because right now, social media is doing more educating and quote-unquote parenting than you are. Your children are spending hours and hours on social media, trying to find themselves, trying to self-diagnose why they feel the way they do. And if you want social media to raise your children, you're going to have children that are all messed up because there are so many people on social media that get paid as influencers to be insane and bizarre 
because they get the most clicks. Just parents, be parents. Stop, che- stop teaching your children how to hate. Stop teaching your children that God made a mistake with them. Be parents. Be the adults. Be the person they can rely on to always be there and always be stalwart in your beliefs. That is what's going to provide stability and direction and comfort and protection and a center in your children's lives. All right, right before I do this little positive message, I wanted you to listen to this real quick video by Mindset of Society I found on Instagram. This shows you how absurd the left's views of the dangers of plastic are. You know those stores that refuse to give you plastic bags to carry your items in? Well, listen to the absurdity of their decision to do that. So let me get this straight. I can go to the grocery store and buy a pound of sliced ham in a plastic bag, a loaf of bread in a plastic bag, a gallon of milk in a plastic jug, a pack of napkins in plastic wrap, a store-made salad in a plastic tub, plastic bottles with ketchup or mustard, but they won't give me a plastic bag to carry it home in because the plastic bag is bad for the environment. Do you get how absurd that really is? That really made it very clear to me that it's not about the environment. It's about control. They want you to buy one of their environment-friendly bags to carry home all of your groceries in and keep bringing those bags back again and again. They don't care about convenience, and they don't care that 95% of the products you buy are encased in plastic, and yet they won't let you have a plastic bag to carry those plastic encased products inside. Totally insane. This is a video I found on YouTube by a man, Ben Lionel Scott. I don't know if he made this video. I don't know if this is his voice or not, but it's a really powerful video called No Excuses. What kind of excuses are you coming up with so you can't achieve your dreams? Listen to this. What's stopping you? Are you too tired? Didn't get enough sleep? Don't have enough energy? Don't have enough time? Is that what's stopping you right now? Don't have enough money? Is that the thing? Or is the thing that's stopping you you excuses sound best to the person that's making them up stop feeling sorry for yourself get off the pity potty telling everybody your sad and sob stories trying to get people to show up to your pity potties and your pity parades if you ever see me in a rolls royce a six or seven star hotel living my life to the fullest don't get jealous of me Because I worked my ass off to get it. Nobody handed me nothing. Wake your ass up. Awaken the beast inside. It's game on. It's go season. 
It's time for you to take advantage of the access and the resources that you have in your country and your community. You got a problem with your life. You got a problem with your environment. Do something about it. If you want it, go get it. Recognize the excuses are not valid. They're conjured up. They're fabricated. They're lies. And how do you stop the lies? You stop the lies with the truth. But the truth is, you have time. You have the skill. You have the knowledge and the support and the willpower and the discipline to get it done. The fruit of everything good in life begins with a challenge. Everything is a pill that's required. And it's not going to come to you, and it's not going to fall in your lap, and it's not going to be something that, oh my God, it just was so simple. It's always going to be difficult. If you want it, you got to go get it. This is your chance. This is your shot. This is your moment. This is your time. This is your place. This is your opportunity. This is my time. This is my moment. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Two of the most powerful things in that video to me were the only thing standing in your way of success is you. And the other thing was that the excuses you are telling yourself are lies. Think about that. There is no excuse of why you are not succeeding. Doesn't matter where you came from, doesn't matter your intelligence, doesn't matter your circumstance. As I've pointed out before, there was a man that was burned over 90% of his body. And this was, I'd learned this through um, Dr. Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, when he was talking about how serious he was about we choose how to react to every situation. And he gave the extreme example. And I'll tell you again, this man was burned over 80 or 90% of his body. And he was laying on the operating table and all the nurses and doctors were talking about how he's not going to survive. This is pointless. He's, he's too far gone. There's too much damage, all that. He reached up with excruciating pain and grabbed one of those doctor's arms and yanked him down to where the doctor's ear was within inches of his mouth. And because of the damage to his vocal cords as well, he whispered to the doctor and he said, you treat me as if I am going to live because I am choosing to live. That's how powerful our mind is. That's how powerful our subconscious is. You can achieve anything. Stop making excuses. There are people who come from far worse situation than you're in that have achieved huge amounts of success and millions and billions of dollars. And they started with nothing at a lower place than you're at. So what's your excuse? Just as this video pointed out, there are no excuses. And with that, <laughs> I come to another, the end of another podcast. And if you liked or disliked anything in my podcast, don't hesitate to write me. 
drew at thewatchdogsbark.com. And until next time, create an amazing day and please help me relay the bark.